It was breakup night on Boy Band, and we had to break up with two of our favorite boys. We have so much to discuss. Stay right there for the after show of Season 1, Episode 7. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. So much has happened since you've been gone. Um, some fun and exciting performances, but also some very sad things. Another double elimination. We have so much to talk about tonight. Uh, I'm Stefan Lovegrove. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Lovegrove. We have the panel here tonight as always, but we also have a special guest. You may know her as Tatum from iZombie on the CW. It's Ava Fry. Hi. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. I'm like, woo! And can I just say, she really is a super fan of Boy Band. We got to watch it with her, which was a treat in and of itself. So, so happy to have you here. And then the lovely ladies to the left. Hello, Suzanne Quast. You can find me on social media, at Suzanne Quast. And I'm Carissa Blades, and you can find me on Twitter, at Carissa Blades. Look forward to hearing from you guys. Yes, we really do love hearing from you. And again, I'm going to acknowledge our live chat gets bigger every week. There's more comments every week. So thank you guys. This is your show. We're happy to do it for you. Um, And I agree with you. This episode was very triggering. (laughs) I just read that too. It was a lot. So we'll start with (laughs) overall thoughts on the episode. Anyone? Oh, I felt Go ahead. Oh, go, yeah. I just want to say I love the opening, which is Boys to Men. I thought it was, like, very harmonic, and then it turned into, like, a, like, sort of, like, a power anthem, so I really enjoyed that. And for everybody, and many of you have been saying, I want the 90s boy bands, why can't we have more vintage boy bands? You got a performance. You got a full performance. Um, What did you guys think of Breakup Week? Did we like this episode? I did like this episode. However, I again, I'm not crazy about the song choices. I just feel like uh, overall, the um, it was I don't know if it, like, the range was really high for the guys. It just felt like overall, I didn't feel like as much as in the past episodes. I was watching a real life boy band, and maybe the last one, um, who New Wave. I felt like they overall to me felt the most like I was watching an actual performance. But overall. I just wasn't crazy about the music selections. Well, it's weird. I felt like this week there were songs that I actually liked, whereas other weeks, like that Moana song, I'm just like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> That's not your favorite, Krissa. <laughs> How far I'll go? I'm so shocked. No one knows. <laughs> but I'm just saying because it that's not a song that was my favorite, it actually, I liked it more when I was singing it, but something like a Kelly Clarkson song that everyone scream sings in their own car like you just have high expectations for it and I would say this week for me was kind of like a wah 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 yeah well okay so we're gonna start with the opener obviously we have performances to talk about which we have lots of thoughts on you guys have lots Wait, of thoughts real quick on. can I just address something that, that somebody Please. people are talking about in the opener that they wish that the boys had done um, the opener they miss seeing the boys perform. You know, so I liked the boys to men performance, and I have no complaints about it as a performance, but I think we see, it feels like we get double Agreed. from all the boys yeah. when we get to watch them in yeah. the opener. So normally, I mean, honestly, don't we discuss, even though the architects aren't commenting on the opener, I feel like we discuss how the boys did in both 
almost equally. Yeah. So we got half of the singing that we usually do in that sense. Um, so I'm with you. But I hope in that, that we regard, get that opener again. I bet for the boys it was nice to have a little bit of a break. You know, yeah. if you think about how hard they have to work, and not Absolutely. only just for the song and the performance, but then also have to do an opener, I'm sure maybe this week they wanted to give them a little bit of a break. Yeah. I bet going forward, I mean, there will be, probably they'll be in the openers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We, um, I will tell you guys, you need to stay tuned to the end for our announcement of the songs next week. Because I am very excited. Like, you guys always react, and some weeks you like the set list, some weeks you don't. I think I like this one. I think that you're gonna like this one. Um, so any okay. So any more thoughts on boys? I mean, it was just a performance. The problem is yeah. we don't have anything to analyze. Boys to men yeah. killed it. Yeah. They were great. Well, of course. What, what I did actually find very interesting was like at the end of Boys to Men's set, I like everyone's been talking about Jay Hype and Michael Connor, you know, collabing and doing stuff together and doing beatboxing and not needing instrumentals, and they showcased that. So I thought that that was very interesting. Because I was just like, you know, we've always talked about how having those two in a group can make a group very dynamic, being able to play your own instruments mm-hmm. or not needing, like, J-Hype doesn't need an instrument. I mean, I don't know. I just, it adds a cool dimension and watching them. And it's crazy. Like, their voices are still perfect. Maybe that's perfect. why we had such yeah. a high standard yeah. is we had just heard Boys to Men, <laughs> yes. which was flawless yeah. live. So we were it like, was, live up to that standard. It was flawless. I mean, it was, the opening was just beautiful. I was like, <sighs> you know, like I was just enjoying it and I was just like soaking up all the harmonies and then it turned into like this anthem and it was kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You being, and the most- you being 13, did you know who they were? Um, I actually didn't know. I was kind of like, you know, a little bit shocked. But like, I was shocked in like a really good way. You know, I would, there was nothing like... It was still enjoyable, yeah, no, I was, would assume, even if you don't know who they are. Yeah, no, still a course, great performance. Yeah, no, yeah, like, I mean, I have no bad things to say about them. Yeah. At all. Well, and uh, people have been commenting, did the audience know boys to men? A lot of them <laughs> didn't. <laughs> Uh, a lot of the boys didn't. Yeah, Some of exactly. the boys were in what... I, I've never called it the dugout on this show. Oh, yeah, but somebody called good... it... I think Tim called it the dugout. And I was like, oh, That is dugout. what it's shaped like with the cutout yeah. and stuff. And it's lower and like it is a dugout. Yeah. So, and I will say, when I heard the announcement of Breakup Week, I expected a lot of feelsy, emotional mm-hmm. songs which these weren't, like in song selection. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So Boys to Men was the most emotional we got. You're right. Yeah. I mean, not not counting eliminations and whatever. I mean, in song choice. Agreed. Yeah, I know. Boys to Men was emotional. When they did zoom over into the dugout, um, I did, in the opener, like you could see that Marcus knew all the words and a couple of the other boys were singing along too and I was like, all right. Some of them knew. Yeah, some of them some knew. Some of them knew. And some um, of them were deer in the headlights for sure. Right. <laughs> So, okay, so before we get into the performances, there was a lot packed into, like, the first 15 minutes. Um, We met Justin Tranter, who I actually got to meet briefly at the Glad Awards. He's fantastic. He's written so many hits. I mean, you guys saw Issues and Sorry. Ten platinum. Ten platinum records. Ten times platinum. (laughs) No big deal. No big deal. Um, So, Justin Tranter wrote the first single of what's going to be the top five. We just heard a little bit of it. Like, we heard the chorus. What did you guys think of that whole segment? What do we think of the new song? I think we were, like, very, like, into it, you know, like, dancing and stuff. I really, like, I I heard, like, just a little bit, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. 
Definitely. And then afterwards, when we asked them about it, they all said as soon as they heard it, A, when they heard who wrote it, they were all excited. And then when they heard it, they were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's catchy. They said all week they were singing the song with each other, like in between rehearsals and all of that. And then I asked if they could hear their voices in certain aspects of the song. And they were like, absolutely, which is cool. Like when you start to really envision yourself, I think it made the competition, not that it's not real and, but it's like, there's, this is the prize and they got to see, and that sort of then added, I think a level of excitement, but maybe even a little bit of competition. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They all well, and they all confirm that backstage that like this, it did make it more real. It's like this is a song. Your voice is going to be on it. Yeah, it's going to be on the radio. On like, right? I, yeah. Well, I think the stress. It's funny because last week I assumed the stress would get to people at a whole new level because it was double eliminations. But what's interesting is I think that this single thing really got to them because this week shifted the atmosphere way more than last week did. I think they were more stressed this week. I think they were more tired this week. Maybe we just saw the long day package of narration that made me think that. That's what we were asking them questions about backstage last week because I was just like, the fans want to know what the heck is going on with these guys. Like, what are you guys doing during the day? Well, you know, besides the social media, Mm -hmm. the posts that they get to do. And I'm really glad that they showed that this week because I've their schedule is jam-packed. Mm-hmm. They're excited to get to their performances, but think just how physically and emotionally yeah. exhausted. I mean, the boys literally fell asleep at yeah. the end of their rehearsal uh, waiting yeah. for their car to show and then, up. The chance made that joke was like, um, <laughs> we're called yeah, awake. We came for asleep, yeah. <laughs> well, and did you see, they didn't get to Tim until like 4 p.m. in that day. So they've yeah. already had one rehearsal and then another choreography and they still have to go to wardrobe and... It's intense. Oh, one of the other things I wanted to say about Justin, besides that his glasses were so dope, is that I really liked that he was basically telling them that the that the fans expect a lot more, and so it wasn't just some, he didn't try and write them just some catchy, crappy song. Like he is yeah. trying to work at a higher level because fans deserve stuff at a higher level, and which that's is great. true. It Agreed. is true, yeah. and that is a really. I mean, I'm sure that's why he's such a successful writer, mm-hmm. because he wants to connect on a deeper level than just like, will you want to keep singing this hook? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think he takes pop music seriously, because he wrote, he was writing for Carly Rae Jepsen. I don't know if we have any Carly Rae Jepsen fans in the chat or the comments, but he was writing for Carly Rae Jepsen before she blew up. And, you know, he always has written a deeper level of pop music, I feel. So I could not be happier about that. Um, And we talk to fans every week at the show. And they are intelligent, and they are smart, and they are socially conscious. And so they're not just these idiots who just care about cute faces. Like, they do know who can sing. They do know, like, who's doing harmonies. Um, So, yeah, I was happy about Justin Tranner. Um, Let's get into... And it's a big opportunity. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I do... People in the the chat are very sympathetic with the poor guys, even like Jay and Andrew Bloom. They've heard the single. They imagine themselves in it. It's almost worse. Do you think they should have waited? Some people are saying they... There's Carly Rae Jepsen fans. That (laughs) makes me smile. Do you think they should have waited for the top five and not revealed it? Would you rather not hear it? I mean, me as a as a like as a con, as a contestant, or me. No, as if an you were a contestant, right? Not us as viewers. We're like, great, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Well, give yeah. us the song. Ugh. Give us. I don't know. I can make an argument for both sides of it. I think there's a part of me that might not want to hear it because I don't know that it's almost like if you don't get there, how devastating it is. However, that could also be something you use as motivation. And I feel like for me, 
I would also hear the song and see where I could fit into that song. Because yeah. I feel like they're choosing it for kind of a specific reason, perhaps, um, and to see what my role in that song would be. I don't know. I do wonder, either there's a beatboxing part or there's not. So I do wonder Agreed. from J-Hype's perspective, listening to it, either there was yeah. a beatboxing part or not. And I yeah. wonder how that affected him. We didn't get to talk to him tonight because mm-hmm. he was gone. And is there a rapping part? Is there a rapping part? I think they hinted at that backstage. And they were like, can we say this? And I said, you don't have to tell us something that you're not supposed to say. Yeah. We don't need it that badly. Okay, so Relentless, since you've been gone, first performance of the night. Relentless was Andrew Bloom, Brady, Michael, and Jaden. What did you guys think of since you've been gone? I think the biggest, uh, one of the biggest things that I noticed in this performance is Michael Connor. I feel like out of all of them, his voice wasn't the pitch. He wasn't very pitchy. It was actually, I mean, I shouldn't say actually, I do believe that he's gotten to be a really good vocalist, but I thought he really um, stood out for me. Him and also, if I had, I think Jaden. And not necessarily from a vocal perspective, but from a performance and from a performer's perspective. And not Mm. that he sounded good, but I was like watching him and I, I couldn't take my eyes off of him. I, you know, this was not the night of the best vocals. Agreed. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't think any of them would probably say that it, it was. No, and we we got that backstage. Yeah. We're not saying anything that they don't know. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I thought Since You've Been Gone started out a little awkward. I thought it got better as it went on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, overall, yeah. it just definitely it was, was not the strongest vocals. Ew. ew. That's like, a I strong just, opinion. Oh, my God. I just, I really like that song, so yeah. obviously I'm biased. But I just, I thought they had, like, it looked, their outfits looked like reject stuff from the Hot Topic. Like, they just didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and they, I, I, I just thought this group was going to be so strong. Mm-hmm. And... The staging was cool, especially there. I was very impressed. But the vocals, and when we went back and listened to them, it just was not the strongest night vocally. No, and I feel like I feel like that's the song that in your car when you like sing, you're like, "Since you've been gone," you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and they never hit it like that. It was just like, "Since you've been gone," gone. and yeah, it was. It felt just yeah. They they made it it so pop. Yeah, Yeah, it felt light. Like it felt poppy and just. Like icing, more of a did karaoke it. type of thing. Yeah, yeah it's like exactly. the night out with the bros, you know. Um, and I did think <laughs> I'm laughing at the image of bros jamming out to "Since You've Been Gone." Hey, we do it sometimes. We actually do that sometimes. <laughs> okay, well, our engineer confirms the yeah. bros are jamming out to "Since You've Been Gone" in karaoke secret. night. I also just wrote that, um, like Jaden, I was like, I didn't think this was his best night singing, and okay. he is so strong. But when he was hitting that, and again, and again, and again, and I mean, he can hit those notes. I yeah, mean, he's no. he redeemed mm-hmm. himself in okay. the end of that song. And we obviously know from all the past weeks, yeah. Jaden can friggin' sing. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I just I just kind of thought they were a letdown. And even Brady for me, and I just find him to be completely adorable. I I thought he was bleh tonight, performance-wise like, yeah. and singing-wise. I was just like, Meh. No offense to my guy, Andrew. I really like you. But I feel like... He was sort of like, not like, not like welcome. You know what I mean? But like, Jaden, Michael, and Brady, like they make like such a good tight group. And then mm. Andrew's sort of like the cinnamon. You know? <laughs> like, uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
That's good. actually that's really good feedback. Well, they said in the beginning of the episode they started off and said that you need charisma, connection, and chemistry. Which I'm going to come back to that. <laughs> oh, when we get to the eliminations, I'm coming back to that. And I'm ready for the comments to blow up about this because I have something to say about that. But I'll save it for the eliminations. Yeah. But so then you know, I guess support her point is like he didn't yeah. Andrew Bloom I out mean, of them yeah didn't really have that Andrew does have an older look I mean again mm. love you Andrew no hate but like he does have an older look so it's kind of like he's like that extra additive that you add in your like like bakery thing you know oh he just didn't feel, like to you he doesn't yeah. feel like he's part of the group yeah you know like I just I felt like he's that guy who's gonna sing some like country songs at like a bar you know like as he says I'm rooting mm. for him to be the next Gavin DeGraw yeah, I really yeah, am yeah, yeah, I know. as he soon as he left I was me. like he could totally become the next Gavin DeGraw and I'm rooting for him he's more like an independent artist you know what someone I mean someone in the live chat is saying Jaden should be a soloist and I'm just like every week this has I'm been a like, debate yes, every week yeah. okay. somebody who hasn't watched our show today told us you guys should discuss Jaden either they're soloists or in the band. And I said, every week that comes yeah. up. However, we I, I agree, we have this discussion, but when um, we had some friends there who had little girls and they were nine, and we asked them who st- um, stood out to them, and both of them, independent of each other, said Jaden and Devin. So that's interesting that, you know, I guess on a younger... I I just think it's odd. Normally, if you were to give me this list of five and say who will stand out vocally, I would say Andrew Bloom and Jaden. Again, I just think it was a weird night because I agree with you that I came away thinking Michael was the most solid. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Andrew had some pitchy moments. Jaden had some pitchy moments. I was like, this is... Anyway, so, okay, I have to comment on this because... Well, first of all, um, can we acknowledge the little... I know we're already into the performance, but there was that little package beforehand. Mm-hmm. What do we think about the insight that now it's getting more competitive? Like, that they feel more competitive. I very much felt that. I think there was... Again, I said this already. I think there was a stress there mm-hmm. tonight that's just anybody can go home. And, you know, Timbaland was like, you guys have to really shine as soloists. It, you know, it was that night. I feel I, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think that's, um, no one talked about it, but I think all of the performance elements that they're doing, like the dance moves and everything, is amped up. Like, Mm. I could tell in some of the performances that they were out of breath. You're right. That's true. Why did we not talk about the dancing tonight? I don't know. The architects did not comment on the dance part at all. And that was, with some of the other things, like with J-Hype, we'll get to that, but I just think he's, he was, he was dancing and, and beatboxing and, and I'm just looking at them and I'm going, God, they're out. The, I just felt like a lot of the guys were out of breath tonight. And I feel like that hurt them vocally. And I'm like, I almost feel like they need more dance training because I, they might not be in Beyonce shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you can just sing <laughs> for J-Lo, nine yeah. hours or J-Lo shape. And eventually they'll get there. But I think yeah. it's kind of hurting everyone at this point because they've amped up how much dancing and choreography and stuff that they're supposed to be doing, it's not as easy of stuff. I feel like sometimes they're, like, so tight, they're like, I'm a robot. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, <laughs> you need to, like, you know, let loose and, like... Well, and it stands out because they have... The production value was upped. Agreed. In terms yes. of they had dancers and cool. all kinds of th- cool things with the audience and whatnot. Yeah. But, like, if you have these fluid professional dancers, yeah. it's going to stick out. Yeah. If you're yeah. not fluid and relaxed and... So I thought that was interesting. I got to just insert here. I love that they had Tim slam the door and say, back to real life. Yeah. It was great. And 
by the way, I'm just going to do my little plug for our Tim on Idol campaign here. Thank you, After Buzz yeah, family. Thank you. Everybody was tweeting that. Literally like, tweet, over 10,000 tweets in a day. We were the number three trending topic in America Woo-hoo! was Tim on Woo-hoo! Idol. So my only request is, can we add ABC Network and American Idol to these tweets? Because they need to see it. But keep it coming, everyone. Because yeah. we are doing our best to, as Michael Connor said, make American Idol great again. <laughs> And uh, I hope that wasn't triggering for anyone. I retweeted that. Did you? So anyway, Tim, I love that Tim keeps getting his little moments in the episode. And thank you guys for banding together on that. Sorry, continue, Suzanne. Um, I just wanted to bring up, uh, because somebody wrote in here, the architects are driving me crazy. Um, (laughs) And I felt like Brady's feedback tonight was really sort of odd. Did anybody else agree with me? Yeah, no. With with Nick, yeah. I'm assuming you mean? Yes. Um, okay, sorry. I'm distracted I'm because, out. okay, so somebody, somebody, okay, somebody, in the, I need to acknowledge this. I, this isn't going to make sense if you're listening, so I'm going to explain. Mm-hmm. Somebody in the comments is saying Michael is talking about leaving the show. We talked to him backstage yeah. and did an interview like normal and didn't hear anything. If someone wants to explain, yeah, but see, everyone's freaking out now. Well, no, so not if true. We're, I'm reacting to the fact that it's there. If somebody wants to explain, was this in a live stream? What are you basing this on? I have not heard anything. We did interview him. We didn't hear anything. And he so, seemed super engaged and really excited, and there was no hint of that right. whatsoever. And there so definitely I'm, wasn't I'm, in his performance. Right. But yeah. people are doing Why it all caps. Hello, Dr. Lovegrove. We need to know. <laughs> so, Elizabeth, I'm just as confused as you are. Okay, so back to Brady, because I, I do have some stuff to say here. Um, I am really getting tired of Nick in particular. Emma sometimes... Um, Suzanne <laughs> sipping her tea. I am really getting tired of Nick's feedback because I don't, I don't think that it's helpful, and I don't Agreed. think he gives them anything to work yeah. with. Um, he is same, getting a lot like, of venom in the live chat of Nick people is? saying that they hate him. Yeah, if you scroll up a little, yeah, hey, I don't. Michael. No, 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 no. no, no. There's a lot going on in our live chat right now. This is a very active fandom. Yes, of course. <laughs> Um, okay, so so my my point is, and I would say the same thing on J-Hype, even though we're not there yet. There's several people that Nick gives the same critique to yeah, mm-hmm. week after week after week. And he doesn't really see the guys throughout the week, hardly at all. So he just says, like, to Andrew Butcher over and over and over and over again, the same thing. Um, and how are they supposed to Agreed. even improve yeah. on it? No, yeah. So my point is, what is Brady supposed to do with the critique of... Well, what if you were in the studio with Max Martin and are you versatile enough? Great. What is, I don't know. I guess. What is versatile? Tell us, Nick Carter, what is versatile? Oh, all right. Yes, <laughs> Nick, if you're, yes. we, We're opinionated. We are, yes, and so we are our fans. Well, I just, I just feel like, especially Nick, again, Timbaland to a degree and Emma not as much, but especially Nick. If I didn't know any better, I would literally think that he just already had opinions about these kids and was just going to come out and say them regardless. Because I truly feel like sometimes his opinions don't match the performance. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you're not giving Brady anything specific. You're not giving him anything to improve on. Or, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's I'm done with my rant. Okay. I'm glad that many of you at home agree because I'm <laughs> well, just I very also, opinionated about I think one about of the this. reasons people might find that annoying too is because remember when the boys were having a hard week and he 
did take them aside mm. and say that they should be leaning on each other. So I think it annoys people so much because it's like, oh yeah, we do know that he can give actually great advice yeah. from his life experience. Uh. From his heart. Yeah, from his heart. So I think when he's giving something that doesn't seem like he's giving... A hundred percent. Not and not, not his honesty. expertise. Yeah, I want to hear from him on yes. chemistry, yeah. stage mm-hmm. presence, any of that kind of stuff. Or yeah, or give him specific things that he can actually do with his voice, yeah. or what he needs from him. Yeah. Like yes, to just like broadly sort of say, you're right. If you and you need to do this. I mean, I'm just saying. Okay, address the sense you've been gone performance. Say. Yeah. Brady, this wasn't your best night vocally or something. But the whole, I, I don't know. I just think the whole versatility thing gives them nothing to work with. I don't know. Do we have anything else on Since You've Been Gone or should we be moving oh, the, on? Well, the fallback at the oh. end oh, of the yeah, performance the oh, where they fell into no, the crowd. That was a was like, stadium tour was, yeah, moment for the ages. Yes. That was so cool. But I, that was another, that was the thing that made me first start thinking like, Oh, were the guys all gearing up for that? Is that why some of the vocals were like, they were getting nervous to go out and do that stuff at the end? I was just like, okay, this is a lot of choreography. And granted, that was a very cool moment. Maybe one of the coolest moments of the night. I thought that was so fun when they fell back in the audience. I wasn't at the live taping this week. So when I saw that, well, I was like, ah! Again, the staging and like the stuff that Napoleon and Tabitha came up with, they really upped all of that okay. to the next level. It's just... I didn't feel like the vocals matched. Yeah. But but we haven't even talked about dancing hardly on this show. Mm-hmm. There's been so much talk about rapping and beatboxing and singing in Spanish. <laughs> and the dancing thing was fairly new. That this was like this a super much active. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This level of choreography and stuff. So it was just a very different night. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot sure. going on. For yeah. two double eliminations in a row, I feel like the shows were so different. Mm-hmm. And the sets. So, okay, so we'll move on to Awake, which did the song Without You, of course, by Usher and David Guetta. This group was Drew, Devin, and Chance. And this was, as they pointed out in the little package beforehand, this was the first trio. Mm-hmm. So, I think valid point. Honestly, I think everybody at this point in the groups of three or four... They're getting, they're all getting solos. Like nobody's hiding at this point. But I think it's a valid point, especially with the trio. You're going to be exposed, and we're now down to nine, which means many of you have been asking this. We're now down to nine, which means a whole bunch of trios are going to happen because it's going to be three, three, and three, from what we understand. So, what do you guys think? They were definitely exposed. What do we think of this performance? I just want to say straight up, Chance. I love your jacket. It was, it was like really nice. (laughs) With the pink lettering, you know, I really like that. And it had his daughter's name on it, which was I really know, sweet. I was and like, they all had roses. Yeah. They all had, it was very nice was thematic gorgeous. element. Yeah. Gotta give credit to Wardrobe, which right. got a little hey. shout out in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that I wrote down that the dance moves look like a real boy band. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like the choreography in this and the dancing of these three boys was really good. And I think that vocally it sort of made up, the, the dancing made up for their lack of, like I feel like the vocals, you know, again, I feel like this might have been a little bit of a difficult song. So vocally I didn't feel like all the boys sounded like they were their best. But because their choreography was so good, it didn't matter as much to I me. did get chills though in that opening, with Chance in the opening with into the crowd I was just like oh that was so beautiful Um, I thought the second his second solo was a little pitchy for me which I thought was the reverse um, for Devin Uh, that Devin got better as the song went on and Chance the opposite and Chance the opposite and Drew's voice is just 
so great. He's in I the just, band. Yeah. I'm saying, like, he's just in you the band. Like he's he's a, okay. When Chance sings, he like he's, you can see he sings for his daughter, which is like always so sweet mm. to see. And I, I was. They're saying in the comments he's a shoe in, and I will say I every agree. week. Did while I we're say there, Chance? I'm, I meant Drew. No, you said Drew. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, but she said she said she's Chance. coming okay. on yeah. Chance. Um, a lot of you know what? Okay, and I gotta say. What Justin Tranner was talking about, our After Buzz family is proof of, because many of you are saying the singing does matter to us, even with Chance, and many of them are saying, we love Chance, we know he's going to be in the band, we're loyal, but we would have actually respected it if the architects had mentioned it wasn't his best night vocally. Yeah. So, uh, it's case in point, you guys are intelligent, you do care about talent, etc., and it was, again, I just wrote down overall, this was not the night for vocals. Yeah, no, definitely. By and large, in any of these dance yeah. performances. I thought Nick did give um, a good critique this time around when he said that Drew is peaking at the right time. Yeah, he, Drew's just His getting better and better. His yeah. me. Oh, yes. that was a highlight of tonight. Yeah. Vocally, Drew yes, continues to tonight. amaze. Yes. Drew continues to amaze. I was happy about that. Yeah, no, same. I didn't see it live tonight, but one of the things that it has made him like I'm like okay he's the only it's weird I used to think I knew everybody who's in my top five now I'm just like okay Drew's in the rest of y'all are, you, that's are gonna who you fight would say. that's who you would say is I your just, number one I just feel like from seeing him two weeks in a row in the studio he sounds pitch perfect over an audience yeah. of screaming girls and then when you also watch the playback on TV he, still he sounds, sounds maybe even better so I'm just like that's a person who deserves to be in the band. Uh, you have to sound good live. Your right. fans expect you to tour. And I still, <laughs> yeah. I, you know I really I mean? holding yeah. off on this, but brilliant. I want to come back to the, their statement that this is not a singing competition. I'm holding off once again. Okay. I will make this comment because I had this thought tonight. All of them are at a One Direction level of vocals. As some, because I will say, as somebody that has always been a fan and listened to One Direction as long as they were together, um, saw them live, they were not the strongest vocally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think, I mean, like we said last week or the week before, we're nitpicking now. Of course, of course, we're at a point where we're nitpicking. But it's not like any of them are bad because no. I do. I did have the thought tonight. I think they're all at a One Direction level, so it just shows there's a very high bar. Yeah. And honestly, this show is asking them to be better. <laughs> Yeah, than, you're right. Like a yeah. One Direction vocally because they're you, all good enough right. to do that. True. If you would put them all up against One Direction, I bet some of them vocally. We would have be better vocal. If you think yeah. Cam, who by the way went home, and all the fans were very upset about that because they loved his voice. Uh, I mean, is not as good or better. But it was. Be- it probably has a better vocal range than any person in One Direction. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, I just he's amazing. And so, we, yeah, we already had people going home last week who have vocals that are above and beyond that. I mean, I think Andrew Bloom's vo- vocals are above it. Do I think that they were tonight? Maybe not. And do I think that he fits in a group? Uh. I, I so see him as an, like, individual, like, solo artist. Like, him touring alone with his guitar and, you know. Like... Or we could have, like, an yeah. Andrew Bloom. Yeah, Andrew yeah. Bloom. Or there could I could definitely also see, like, an Andrew Squared, like, a Bloom and Butcher duo. Combo? Yeah, yeah I think they could make cool songs together. 
I can see that. They both can hit yeah. that so, high range. I, you know what? I do want to answer this. Somebody in the comments said, are they, they, well, I won't use the wording they said because there's kids watching, but they said <laughs> they're so afraid to criticize Chance. They don't want him to get down on himself. I'm not afraid to criticize anyone. I will say <laughs> it wasn't Chance's night and there were some issues. I just think that doesn't change. Same with Marcus. Marcus's voice cracked last week. I still have him in my top five prediction. Mm-hmm. This week, I still have him. Chance didn't have his best vocal night. He's in my top five prediction regardless. So, Here's you the- know, I, I'll i say someone had a bad night, but I, that doesn't change for me that I still think. Same thing with Devin not being the strongest tonight or not being the strongest vocalist, period. He has a quality about him. I still think it's totally possible he's top five. Well, I think that's what's uh, the thing with Chance. Regardless, he has that thing, that it thing that... Girls who are, you know, you know, your age versus women who are older, like he has that it thing. I think that to be honest and maybe not even to be fair, he doesn't always have to sound as good vocally because he can dance and he is he's good vocally, but he doesn't have to be the best Mm -hmm. because he has that it thing. Well, also in this song, did you notice like there were so many solos in this that but when all three of them were harmonizing, they all sounded good. And it's, could you imagine if they had two other guys singing on top of that? You know, that would be a great, if they added any two other people, like if you just threw Jaden in there, or if you just threw Sergio, if you just threw one other person in there harmonizing, that they were even four people, their song would have elevated to another level. Yeah. Yeah. But they were all doing solos, so they're a little out of breath and stuff. But I just thought every time that, all of them were harmonizing. I was like, oh, yes, that sounds great. That sounds great. Well, and let's point out, from a performance standpoint, if you went to an arena tour and saw them do Without You, right, when it got to the dance moments where they were moving and it was choruses, they would be lip-syncing or singing over a track. You're right. So, again, again, I am not opposed to holding them to a high standard, but also, let's be consistent if we're going to say from minute whatever of the show tonight, it's not a singing competition, they can do, they're already at that One Direction level or higher, is my point. So, anything else on Without You before we go to Jealous? No, I think we're ready. We're ready? Okay, well, let's go to Jealous. So, New Wave was our final group tonight. Um, They did Jealous, and that group was Sergio, Mikey, J-Hype, and Marcus. What did we think of New Wave? I just have to say, because last week I said that I didn't think Marcus was as strong. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. He was so good tonight. Mm -hmm. He, like, embodied everything that it meant to be in a boy band. He was, he sang amazing. Oh, my God, his dance moves. Oh, his dance moves. (laughs) Michael Jackson. Yes. He has the it factor, the X factor, whatever you want to call it, that thing. Yes. He 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 has it. it, but is also... One of the best voices. Yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. even though I say that about Chance and Devin, which I stand by, Marcus has that factor, but also could be the best vocalist. I didn't I almost cry when he was talking about his brother in the beginning. I didn't. No. <laughs> yeah, I no, totally not at all. Not a terribly <laughs> emotional family moment. No, I don't know what you're talking was, about. It's, it's weird because in shows, you know, they try and manufacture those things mm-hmm. to yeah. make the audience connect with people. But I'm like, you don't, they didn't even have to try with that because he was he's just so genuine and just from everything I love Marcus I think he's amazing I think I love the t-shirts the t-shirts were cool yes oh. 
everybody, Team Marcus. Yes. Everybody in here is saying this was the best group of the night. Marcus killed it. I Marcus think it was. was. Amazing. I, I agree. I think it yeah. was. Because the first two, they moved more in the first two. We need to give them credit. The first two were very elaborate in terms of the movement required. Jealous. They just had to move their hips a little bit yeah. around some dancers. Uh, so, you know, but I do think it was the strongest vocally. Yeah, I, guys, I, I don't know how to feel about this. I... I thought Sergio really impressed me last week. I talked about that on the show. What did you think of Timbaland's thing of he still needs a breakout moment? What did you guys think? I kind of, I, I mean, I agree with that. It's weird. It, you know, when you saw the promo, like, the very first week and you're getting to know people and then you're getting to know them also on social media, I, like, Sergio's, like, baby Bruno Mars, like, we had so, mm-hmm. and I just... I still feel like we're missing that thing where it's just like, yeah, but who is he? Where does he fit in to the group? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. When I imagine the top five, do I imagine him there? I think he's an amazing performer. He his he lights up when the camera is on him, and I think that you know you really need that. But I do, I do. That was like one of the only critiques. I was like, yes, that's not exactly how I would have said that. But I, I feel that energy. Well, like too. I said, I like Timbaland's critiques. Yeah, I agree. Better than. But I think that it's <laughs> you know I said this a couple weeks ago, and I had Sergio initially in my top five, and I think it's good feedback that he gives that he's consistent, but he has. I think that's huge. Yes. Same with Drew. If you can yeah. constantly deliver, yeah. and you yes. never mess up, and you blend well with the group, and and you're not causing issues, I mean I don't I don't know. It's hard because we do need a star quality, but also I think that yeah. says a lot to your ability as a performer yeah like it means like you're gonna be consistent on tour and you're gonna be consistent when you like right we want to work with somebody like that we want to tour with somebody like that that person yeah um but i do think that like there is just like i feel like i would like to have just one performance where i'm like ah that is it like if you are everything that i i don't know envisioned you or hoped you would be yeah like okay like like, for example when we watch the playback it's like we'll all look at each other when there's an amazing moment and be like ah that was cool and when have we done that with Sergio? We haven't done that, and I think. But I've done can we it. give him credit that they don't write the arrangements of the song? No, yeah. of course. Mm. So, in terms of the choreography, in terms There's of where they place There's all these producing him, factors his... that the boys right. have nothing to do with, and I know. I it's just am always listening for, and this is my overall thought of the night, and I thought this in weeks before, but especially tonight, as we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. I said to someone today, if you got this far. It, any boy that got this far, in my mind, made it to the finals. Because yeah. Yeah. we only have two more eliminations and then we're done. Mm-hmm. Also, we're at that point. The, so, boy, the boys have enough fans at this point that guys who are getting eliminated, if they're not trying to create their own, ba- like, trying to create music with each other and keep their flow going, then they're idiots. Because <laughs> so many people already, I mean, they're You're great. Right. you got to ride the momentum. Yeah, well, they, right. well, they should ride the momentum, but also they're they're good enough to be in a band. So why the the boys who actually naturally have chemistry together should be looking to collab together, especially yeah. now that they they know the level that they have to be at. Agreed. Yeah, oh, some no. of the fans are saying they wish at this stage that Sergio had more of a personality that yeah. they could identify. with. I feel like he sort of like he blends in with the group, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But like, I feel like people, especially like Michael, they like they immediately stand out you know what I mean mm-hmm. although again I did have friends there tonight and every single person like out of everybody they pick out of the group they do pick them out 
and they're like, oh, little mini Bruno Mars. But, but I don't know somebody said that could be working against him because right. people keep comparing him to established yeah. artists, which doesn't let him. Like, create I, individually. You know I mean? don't know. I just think if he's being told where to stand on stage, what part to sing, how to sing it, to what degree is it in his control to create a breakout moment? Yeah. That's my point. I'm just always listening to the critiques yeah. from the boys' perspective of you're telling me to have a breakout moment. What part of that is? And in when my are control? you going to give that to me? That when yeah. are you, you going to give, give me, me an opportunity yeah. to shine? To try Let and hit me those be the notes. star, right? Well, okay. And so we need to talk about Jay. People in the chat were saying they don't think Jay sounded that bad. I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. And I and this is where I'm really I'm just going to go in on Nick because you can't give someone the same critique for five weeks, <laughs> not acknowledge that they're improving at all, and give them no specifics. Mm-hmm. N- he never pretended to be a vocalist. He went into this competition saying he wasn't a singer. Can we at least acknowledge, is he getting better? Is he not getting better? Is he getting better but not fast enough? Like, I don't know. I just felt for him so much. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they at least acknowledged he works hard. And but it's 14. like, yeah. you know, can you give him something specific? At least Timbaland gave Devin the breath thing, which might be partly the dancing or that Devin was sick. But like... That's good feedback, though. At least it's something specific. Yeah. Do you no, see I, what I'm saying? I mean, I, I don't yeah. know about you guys, but I definitely saw an arc um, happening with him through, like, you know, the beginning of the season to where we are now. Like, especially with J-Hype, because he's young and, you know, he's... He's grown as an artist, so I like that. He's grown so much. Here's the thing, too. Timbaland always, if like if you look at the stuff that he produces, he always I shouldn't say always, but a lot of a large majority of the time he has beatboxing in his songs. I feel like I don't know. Jay Hype's family after the show, (laughs) make sure you reach out to Timberland. If he doesn't already reach out to you, I feel like it's a no brainer. I it's weird. I did think that Jay Hype was going to to go home this week. Um and I just thought it was so sad seeing him crying at the beginning of the episode saying that he should have gone home the week before. Like, he's mm-hmm. just a, such a humble, nice pr- kid. Yeah. Uh, yes, I just hope everything amazing for him. I seriously mm-hmm. think he's wonderful and very mature, <laughs> and I love him. But he was also set up to fail in the same way that I think yeah. the show has set up, like Michael Connor mm-hmm. in things like giving him Spanish for doing this, doing that. I People do not understand how hard beatboxing is and how much vocal strain it is. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then he's doing these dance moves and he has a solo. Yeah. Like, I don't even think he had time to catch his breath, let alone he was dancing in between Mm -hmm. that. So I just don't think he was set up for the best night to have... You could just tell he was out of breath. I could tell he was out of breath and I was like... Dude, I, and he was sweating too. Could yeah, you just no, see yeah. like the person? I'm I like, could, he is tired. I, I could <laughs> he's see 14. That. He they goes, don't allow. He's a hard worker. Like you could definitely see that J Hype is one of the. I mean, they're all hard workers, but he's like one of the, one of them who's like, hard work. You know? Yes. That's kind of like Judge Judy right there. So. <laughs> I I do have this question for. I mean, I think it's something we have to consider at this point because there's so few people to choose from. Is I, I mean, I personally, I was so sad to watch him go home um, because I thought I thought he was one of the, just such a solid kid, already so mature and grounded at that age, such yeah. a hard worker. But it is a valid question of if not him, then who, who do you think who? it should have been? I, I don't think it should have been Devin. I would personally would not have sent Devin home. I don't know who else I would pick. I mean, we're just at that point. And I think it. I do think it's nice that a lot of people in the chat were saying maybe this was the night that he had to go home, but we still love him. We're going to follow his career. 
you know, I think we're at a point where boys, the fans, nobody's wishing ill on anyone at yeah, this no. point. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. And what about Mikey, you guys? He was in the bottom, too. Um, I didn't. I, and- I didn't understand or agree with either of the times he was in the bottom two. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne and I had a moment of <laughs> Lindsay has been wrong before. She can be wrong about Mikey. We love you, Lindsay. Yeah. Thank you for texting me during the show. Uh. Um, but seriously, I'm glad Mikey is back on the architect's good side. What do you guys think of Mikey at this point? I thought he had a really great, um, a really great performance, and I was happy just on a personal level too to see the mental strength that I think it takes to get to be in the bottom two after the last two weeks and to come out and have a performance like he had tonight. I think that shows a lot about his character and who he is because the amount of pressure that that would be and some of the high notes that he had to hit, I thought, I mean, I don't know, kudos to to Mikey. I um I sat next to him. I was sitting, like, directly next to his father last week, and I, I don't know, I just found it very funny. His dad said... Uh, like the his I forget his exact comment, but it was like very tough love when he was up there. His dad was just like, "Well, like then he's gonna have to work harder next week." And he, mm-hmm. you know, th- he basically said something like that that will humble him a little to to be working harder. Yeah. And I was just like, "God, those kids have such great support system." And then also we saw Mikey backstage, and just he was so genuinely mm-hmm. upset, and he was like, "You know, it did not feel good to hear that." And I'm gonna have to like reach down in myself and find something this week to pull me back up. And I was none just of like, them seem Hello? entitled. The Can men- I just say none the of them toughness? seem entitled to yeah. anything, yeah. No. which is yeah. great. Yeah. He yeah, but I just that is the attitude of a winner. You're right. And I was just like, he is gonna come back stronger. And he wasn't blaming. Like he did say he was like, oh, I you know I didn't know it was gonna be me, but he took that as a reality check, not yeah, as no. like. He this is ridiculous yeah. that it was me. You're right. He oh was like, then clearly it means How I need... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like, was like, okay, I'm not seeing something, or I was Yeah, and he was just like, I'm just going to work harder, and I was just like, attaboy. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, you go. <laughs> and it was, go. I'm like, I'm t- almost twice your age, and I couldn't... I'm like, I don't know if I would have the mental to, like, toughness to just turn it around like that. But what good role models? Because oh, they, oh, they oh, now agreed. have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers that are looking up to these guys. Um, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. And we have to talk about eliminations. The sad oh, part. Yeah. The breakup, wah, tragic wah. part of the night. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just going to no. go because I've been waiting to say this the whole episode. So at the start of the show, they said, this is not a singing competition. That's not enough. You have to have charisma, chemistry, and connection. And I wrote that down because I thought, so, that's funny. I'm going to follow up with that right. on your decisions. What I thought was so interesting, and did you guys notice this? After saying that at the beginning of the episode, all they focused on was vocals. They put (laughs) Devin up for elimination because of vocals. Andrew Bloom was the only exception. And Jay they put up for elimination because of vocals. So I just want to know, which is it? Because I'm pretty sure you affirm Devin has charisma, chemistry, and connection. So I just feel as though you need to decide, are we making cuts about charisma and chemistry and connection or are we making cuts based on vocals and that was weird to me about the whole episode but in their defense I think at this stage of the game vocals is obvious yeah so they don't they, like you might not feel like you have to say that vocally so they're saying be... vocals isn't enough well yeah. I'm taking it a step further and saying I don't necessarily just want the top five vocals Agreed. if they aren't yeah. the best band 
So Agreed. maybe they just meant vocals isn't the only thing that matters. Yes. I'm saying I don't need the five best vocalists. Yeah. And I, as Tim said, not every boy band has been. No, can I just say that sometimes the chemistry feels a little bit ingenuine. Like, it doesn't feel like... Of who? Real. Oh, you don't want to say. You don't have to say. I, I don't want to because I don't want to be. Some, but you mean yeah. some groups? Yes, yeah, some groups. Some of the groups do not feel genuine. I, I mean, yeah, especially Andrew. I mean, Andrew would be like really good as in, as a solo artist. I feel like it's kind of awkward putting him with a group because he just he was born to shine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like especially J hype. I mean, I feel like sometimes J hype should be like his own solo. Not not to say that he's like not good or anything. He's great. Like the beatboxing thing is like on point and I feel like that deserves in its own thing to be an individual act. I know I hope he doesn't like give up on the on, I any, on any song I, like I don't think won't. so and I don't the think the hardest worker of the show yeah. is yeah. going to give, give up, up now no. J-Hype let us know yeah <laughs> he's yes, not keep giving us up no and he has really a really good support system really good parents I feel like if for nothing else this is I mean they've said how what a great I opportunity I feel like J-Hype should jump on like the Pentatonix Christmas album that's always in Starbucks oh, what? wouldn't he be so dope oh, with that <laughs> yes. I love that you called out their by the way now Grammy winning <laughs> albums as Starbucks albums um, no you know how they always like I'm just like, I feel like that's such a great present that you Shade. can always bring at the end. No, I mean that as like a compliment. So, I'm like, okay, give you a so Chris. Hey guys, uh, this is a present from you, a Pentatonics Christmas album. I know it's January, but they were on sale. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not on sale, I buy it. I meant what? that as a compliment. No, I love Pentatonics Christmas yeah, album. Yeah, I think they're amazing. So, it's like always on my phone. I want to take a quick poll. If you're in the live chat, let us know. Yes or no, do you feel like the people they eliminated were right or fair for the episode tonight? What do you guys thing yes yes based on what we saw tonight i i still would love i'd love to see j-hype in the group just because i feel like he's an individual he's so unique right he adds like a flavor you know and mm-hmm. i mean i'm kind of sad that he left like i'm gonna be honest i'm just gonna say yeah i'm definitely sad that he left however i feel like this week for me i i feel like it was obvious who the people were in the group mm-hmm. yeah that you know didn't quite like you were saying, whether it was like a chemistry thing or I don't know, or it was a vocal thing, I felt like it was pretty apparent who should be in the bottom three. And I was, I am sad to see Jay. I wasn't so, really, honestly, I wasn't really surprised because uh, we all talked about who we thought was going to leave and we said, you yeah, all said, we yeah. Did. At that point, well, and again, at that point in the episode and based on what we yeah. saw, I was kind of expecting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's just. Both of them are sad to me in terms of they're both good people and they're both yeah, good singers. No. Jay, I'm just sad about because he's younger. Yeah. I think Andrew's already 19 and can stand yeah. alone on himself. Jay hype, I'm like, oh, but he would have been so good and, in the band. And to grow with the, to grow with the band, that would be like amazing to watch. It is weird. I like Andrew Bloom was like not one of my favorite people in the beginning, <laughs> but he was actually growing on me. Yeah, so uh-huh. the like it did make me sadder to mm-hmm. see him go. Although I did. I had a feeling that it would be him yeah, I, before I, we started watching the show, but he, yeah, he, like he was, he's just been growing on me, and I do think his vocals are amazing. I, I could never you know. see him a part of the boy band. I could see him as like a country singer or like something along those lines, but I, I could never see him a part of the boy band. I right. I I didn't even think he was going to be top eight. Yeah. To be honest, he was not a surprise to me tonight. Agreed. Jay hype. I was really hoping was not. 
Yeah. I so, know. well, and somebody said Michael on a live stream a little bit ago said that J Hype's elimination really motivated him now to try harder even to get into the band because they both came in the band with the same level of experience. Yeah. And he really mm. wants to prove them wrong that like these people that were seen as a rapper or beatboxer really can make it. So, I don't know. I think, you know, I everybody in the comments the the consensus is fair based on tonight's episode. But we love J-Hype. We love Andrew Bloom. We're wishing them all well. Um, And uh, any final thoughts before we... Well, first of all, I want Ava to tell us, where can they find you when you're not here hanging out with us at AfterBuzz? What are you up to? What do you have to tell us about? I have some exciting projects coming up. I mean, I'm moving from my small town of Vancouver to Los Angeles, which is like crazy. It's like... And welcome. Yeah. You know, LA welcomes you. I know. You. I'm, like, I'm glad to be greeted with like warm arms. And I'm, I'm so excited to be here. It's like such a big city. And like you guys have really good food here. And I'm a, I'm a big foodie. Like I'm not going to lie. You could always see me at Crafty just eating everything. Everybody knows that. And uh, no, yeah. My Twitter is at the Ava Fry. That's the Ava and then F-R-Y-E. And then my Instagram is I'm Ava Fry, which is I, the letter M, Ava Fry, F-R-Y-E. Perfect. Oh, and my YouTube is Ava Fry Official. I want to plug that too. Yeah. <laughs> plug Amen. It. Yes. And welcome to LA. Oh, thank Were you. Were you ever shooting in Vancouver or just living there? Uh, yeah, as you know, uh, I zombie films in That's Vancouver. what I thought. Yeah, a yeah. lot of film for being what you call a yeah. small town. Yeah, there's right? a slight <laughs> exaggeration. <laughs> well, like, Some every, things I'm, film yeah. in Vancouver I'm, now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know, like, I, we know everybody in Vancouver. Like, we all, like, know each other. And, I mean, yeah, I'm just excited for this big move. I remember flying on the airplane here, and I saw, like, the Hollywood sign, and I was like, parents, we have landed in the city of angels. <laughs> it, I still oh call so it that. Adorable. I don't care how cheesy like, it is. Um, no, because when you fly, you because especially from Vancouver, you see the Hollywood sign, and you're like, my dreams are coming true. And it's like, you know? <laughs> well, welcome. We're Thank glad you. you're here. We're Thank glad you. you're here tonight. Um, okay, so this is one of my favorite parts of the episode, where we reveal next week's songs. Oh, yes. So, okay, so I have to say... I'm being contradicting with this because they're all female songs, and we all kind of had the reaction. Are they all high songs again? I don't know if they're high, but many of you had the same reaction we did, which is making the boys sing Kelly Clarkson is a hard thing and a weird choice, and (laughs) and is that really the best judge? So the next week, though, is the theme is girl power. So for all of you who were like, we don't want them to sing feminine, ABC said, screw you, girl power. Wow. So the songs are... Lady Gaga's, and please react. Mm. I love you guys' reaction to the set list in the comments. Oh, Lady Gaga, oh, here we go. Okay, Lady Gaga's Edge of Glory. Very excited about that. Could be epic. Christina Aguilera's Fighter. Interesting. Interesting. And then Sia and David Guetta's Titanium, which please put Jaden on that song because that's what drew on Titanium. That's a hard vocal song. I you want chance? Can, you can chance, chance can pull with it the off. The Brooklyn jacket. Okay. <laughs> well, those are the three songs, and there will be bottom two. So we're done with the double eliminations. Obviously, there's going to be a cut from eight to five. So we're not. Mm. You know, we still have a oh. big elimination oh soon coming up. Um, but next week is just an elimination of one person, unless that changes. And it's girl power. Uh, oh God, I like the songs, but the chat is saying no, no. Oh God, this <laughs> is gonna be awful. No, yes, no. Hannah Baker, I am with you on 
the, liking the songs while everybody else is booing them. Yeah, Julia, why tell it to you? I like titanium. She likes titanium. <laughs> what What is wrong with ABC? I will say I am sick and people are not happy about this. You know, I will say they're all going to be exposed. Yeah. Nobody gets an unfair time yeah. today because their next week is three, three, and three. So, mm. uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Three, three, and three. So they're going to be exposed. Very so. unique for Fighter, Lauren Frost. Or Laura uh, Frost. It's, you know, Fighter, I associate Fighter with, this is off topic, I associate it with working out. They always yeah. play Fighter yes, in my true. class at Barry's. Yeah. And Thanks so I associate with like, yes! Right? But, uh, but I, I feel I, like there'll be fun performances at I least. feel like that's a song that you go on the treadmill and you're like, you know, right. Yeah, they make you want to like move. Yeah. I feel like these could be yeah. fun. This could be performance. very good. Or I actually like. I think that's very cool of ABC to be having them do a girl power week. Yeah. Right. Women need support of young men. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's no. like I think it's a girl little power. ballsy. Yeah, I would yeah. say that they're doing that. I'm just like, oh, and I th- <laughs> no, like it's... awkward choice of words. <laughs> no, for I... girl power. <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> ballsy, I mean, huh? yeah. I just think, I'm like, oh, that's a cool thing to have the young guys do that, you know? I mean, that's going to be, like, 80% of their fan base. They they should care about uplifting women. I think that's cool. I don't know about you guys, but I am stoked (laughs) for Edge of Glory. Like, I could just see one person sing that, and then one person, and then Chance going in, like... You know? They're just chances fun songs. in her band, right? Right. <laughs> he's been in Wait, every I song wonder who's in Ava's top five. What a mystery! Um, I wonder could it be uh, Michael Connor, Chance, and Brady? <laughs> oh, someone said the Glee version of Fighter is a good range. I forgot about that, but that's a good point. And Tim did the arrangement. There you go. So how fitting. So okay, we're gonna tell you where to find us on social media. Please continue because we can't. We have to say goodbye to boy band in three weeks, but we need to hang on. So we're hanging on to Tim, Tim on Idol, at ABC Network, at American Idol. Ava told us her social media. Follow her. We love her. Oh, I love you guys, too. They are so nice. Like, may I just say, they're the nicest people on earth. Thank you for confirming that we're not raging, horrible people. I said that instead of another word backstage. Thank you for that. Tell them where they can find you on social media. At Suzanne Quas. (laughs) <laughs> and at Carissa Blades. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning yes. in. At the Fry. At I'm a, I'm, I'm a Fry. <laughs> yes. And Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Lovegrove. Thank you guys for watching. Continue to chat with us all week, as you always do. And we'll see you back here next Thursday night for Girl Power. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.